0: listening to Creating Real Marriages That Last with Dr. Mike Glenn, Senior Pastor of Brentwood Baptist Church. Today we're talking about how to memorize scripture and best utilize it in your home. Let's dive right in. Hey, recently you wrote uh, about memorization of scripture, which... I think memorization of scripture for a lot of us, when we hear that, sounds kind of daunting. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it takes you back to the days when maybe you were in like third or fourth grade, and they said, "All right, you got to you got to memorize the preamble." Oh, the preamble, the multiplication
1: table, multiplication or tables, just, yeah,
0: all of those things. Um, and at the same time, as I was thinking through this today, I was thinking through when I grew, when I was growing up, before the digital explosion of, of all these devices and text everywhere. I always. I grew up in, in the era of watching those those really bad end-of-time movies from the 1970s, <laughs> you know? And so, like, we were like, you better memorize Scripture because they're going to take away our Bibles. They're going to take away your Bibles. And, yeah. okay. and all of a sudden now— for some yeah. reasons,
1: the Russians were coming to Huntsville, Alabama yeah. first. <laughs> exactly. We, we haven't been able to explain that. But the first place they were coming exactly. was not Washington, but to Huntsville, Alabama, and take our little Bibles away from us.
0: Uh, and, and obviously, we look and we kind of go, okay, you know, the text is everywhere all over the Internet, on devices, etc." So that changed, at least for me, the understanding and the motivation of why we should memorize Scripture. So for you, what is the motivation or what should the motivation for a believer in terms of memorizing scripture, what should be the driver behind that for them?
1: Uh, it, it's the same way that you memorize certain things that your children say, mm. or you memorize certain places and certain moments that you had with with your wife right. or, or your husband. Uh, those, are, those are moments that you, kinda, you, you try real hard to mm-hmm. just freeze in your mind and mm. say, most of the time when a scripture becomes significant— it has become significant in a moment in time. Here's where yeah. I was. Here's what I was going right. through. And this is the word that the Lord gave to me, and I held on to that. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of times when you when you see that passage again or when it is brought to mind, mm-hmm. the whole witness of the moment comes. Yeah. Okay. So So if you're going through a hard time, you say, okay, I remember. You know, I remember this. And you're going to remember, I've been here before. Yeah. I've been in, I've been in hard times before. Mm-hmm. I've had I've had bad things happen in my life before. Each time the Lord was faithful. Right. He's going to be faithful now if I remember His promise and you remember the Scripture. Mm-hmm. The other thing that's happened is uh, with with the Scripture quote being everywhere, it is nowhere.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: Okay. I, I've got it on my phone. Yeah. I've I've got it on my computer. I've got it. Uh, you know how many copies of the Bible do I have laying around my office? Right. Uh, but the one place i don 't have it is in my own life. Mm. It wasn 't unusual in medieval times for you to find a rabbi who could quote the entire old testament right uh, it, Several years ago, there was a play on Broadway uh, that was nothing more than the man reciting the Gospel of Mark. Mm. We forget one this is some of the greatest literature that 's ever been written right uh it it's and it was written from From the perspective that this would be read out loud, there wouldn't be a whole lot of copies, and it was written so that you could memorize it. Yeah. Uh, There are, if you pay attention to the text, there are verbal hooks. Yes. To help you memorize the text. But what we have found out, and and we know this all the time because all of our motivational speakers tell us, that pay attention to your self-talk. Mm-hmm. What is it that you're saying to yeah. yourself in the day in and day out? Right. So, so you know, reinforce it with positive. You are special. You are good. Yeah. You are da-da-da-da-da. Uh, scripture, in the same way, frames our lives mm-hmm. and frames our worldview and is, is God's word to us. And as we can quote that it uh, it brings our lives to the center of where of where God is and working it just kind of relinks us mm-hmm. and reattaches us yes uh, to to what he's doing yeah. and it protects your mind from all of those other stray thoughts that lead you to stray actions that lead you to places yes. you don't want to go and places you don't want to be
0: oh yeah and i think the i think the other thing in terms of i think the other thing in terms of motivation mm-hmm. in terms of scripture memorization is The dememorization, right. We all know we have to block things off to concentrate. It requires Mm -hmm. a level of concentration. And One of the things I tell parents a lot when we're doing – occasionally we'll do things here at the church where we'll do a session on your kids and the internet, your kids and devices. And I say, say, let's take a step back from obviously all the stuff that's out there you don't want your kids to see. More importantly – are your kids getting time alone to do to learn how to do deep thinking and just meditating right. on scripture? Mm-hmm. And I think scripture memorization is one way to do that. It's right. one way to detach yourself from a device, detach yourself from, and just say, uh, "You know what? Take pen and paper, mm-hmm. and we're just gonna sit there and we're just gonna write that scripture over and over again." That's for me, memorization. Right. That's how, that's how I have to live. I have a Moleskine notebook where I have to write it, over write and it, over rewrite again. it. Yeah, but I know that that physical act. Um, forces me to dwell on God's word in such a way that when I open up my iPhone app, I'm just not going to uh, do it. No.
1: Uh, and, but, and there's also enough studies now. There's something about reading digitally and reading. Yes. Uh, what, manually? Is that what they call well, it? Yeah, book yeah. A paper. Well, yeah. You remember? There, you, there
0: is a, there is a thing with, as a I remember right. as a kid, mm-hmm. I remember the first Bible I was given. I'm not talking like the kids, I'm talking like the first real, like real, real Bible, the Bible with like the gold on <laughs> the edges. And there's something about holding it in your hand right. that you've, and I remember my dad looking at me saying, I put it on the floor. I can't remember, I, can't, I sat down and put it on the floor. Right. And he looked at me and he goes, you get that off the floor. And I said, and so there's this sense, and there's a reason why it's leather bound. There's a reason because. The, the sacredness of the text. The sacredness of the text. And so I, there, I think you're, you're right. There's something about that tangible mm-hmm. holding in the hands. I think when it comes to memorization for me, that's where I see there's something about it that forces you to, again, take it. As you said it's prohibitive it's everywhere so when it's everywhere it's it's, it's nowhere the meaning of it yeah oh uh, yeah now when you when you talk about memorization of scripture, how do you see that playing out in terms of um a marriage because as we as we, this podcast does deal with marriage i i I've seen some- households what I love is they they'll have on the scripture and the family together will memorize scripture together et cetera that kind of thing uh,
1: that that's the obvious
0: one, yeah. uh, you
1: know the old. Uh, do you remember the old plastic loaf of bread that yes, they set in yes. the middle of the
0: table? Yes, yes, yes. yes.
1: <laughs> okay, for those of you on this podcast, we have just gone so old school. We have. Uh, it used to be there was a little plastic holder yes. of, of scripture verses, and you would pull out mm-hmm. a, a little bitty uh, card, and you would read that verse. And and for the family to have a verse that you're thinking on or to, to right. focus uh, the discussion together does a couple of things. One. Uh, it, uh, it it ha- it creates an opportunity for conversation when you don't have the Bible in your hand. What's right. what's the Bible verse we're memorizing? You're driving down the road. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? What does it mean to you? Did you pay attention to the way this word works and and uh, and how that phrase connects to this phrase and that kind of stuff? The the other thing does uh, it does is it it forms the way the language is spoken in the house. Mm-hmm. Now that that's the obvious way to do it, but Uh, A a stronger way to do it is um, read prayers over your children. Mm. Uh, Some of, uh, well, we're preaching through Ephesians right now. These these are the things that Paul prayed for his spiritual children. I pray for you. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can even substitute your child's name. I pray that you will know the fullness of the Messiah. Right. And uh, and understand that he's all in all. Yeah uh that that gives the prayer a certain dignity and weight that the mm. informal prayer which is which is vital and important doesn't have. Yeah. The other thing that that uh that I've that I have stumbled on is speaking scripture to Jeannie. Mm. You are wow. uh God's gift to me. There there are right. some wonderful things uh in Solomon uh in the song of Solomon uh it is a it is a, it is a gorgeous love but uh in, in there the 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 thing that was in our marriage is i have set you as a seal upon my right. heart right well that was that, that takes your way back to us yeah. when i say that when yeah. i when i'm leaving and i say listen i have set you as a seal uh, upon my heart there is that takes us back to the day of our marriage but it also there is a a depth to that yeah that buy doesn't – or see you later <laughs> – yeah, exactly. doesn't doesn't capture.
0: No, no, no. no. And it, re, it, re, it reinforces the biblical identity. Right, hmm Which, um, as my wife, who usually hosts this podcast, will tell you, women are looking for – one of the mm-hmm. things they're looking for, ident- identity, significance, right. and purpose. Identity is one of the things they're trying to find in this world. hmm and by speaking Scripture, you're helping shape and form and shape. reinforce that this God-given is, this identity. This is who
1: you are. Yeah. And how many times does Jesus say
0: to somebody, "You
1: are"? Not you will be.
0: Yeah. But you are. Wow. Looking as you look through your own spiritual walk, what are some of the favorite passages or for you to memorize? Well, Jeremiah thirty-three,
1: three. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, call to me, and I will answer you, and show you great and mighty things that you mm-hmm. know not. Uh, i can do all things through christ who gives me strength mm-hmm. uh right now uh and in this journey with my mom yeah that has become because you have to make some hard decisions yeah and this is one of the things where it's okay yeah i'll have the strength i need yeah uh to do this
0: mm. yeah for me for me i uh i can tell you, i go back to and this this gives you Parents who are listening, this gives you importance of of, of, of impressing, impressing this on your on your kids when they're young. I went to Christian school when I was a kid. Uh, kindergarten, we had to memorize the twenty third Psalm, mm-hmm. and to this day, it's the it's the it's still the one that's engraved. Oh yeah, King James, King James. <laughs> I have the, I have the, I have the King James version <laughs> it, it, in my head. That's right. And so it, it gives you that when so we ask that question, so what your Passages, for me, it's just ingrained for such a, such a long time. When we talk about getting down to the practical aspect of this, what are some practical ways that people can begin to memorize Scripture?
1: One, decide to. Mm, that, okay. that's, that, that's the first thing. Yeah. Uh, memory of Scripture does not happen by, yeah. by mistake. Uh, then, then the second thing is find, uh, find out the way your mind works. Mm-hmm. You, you talked about... Yeah. Uh, writing it down. That yep. helps me. Uh, also kind of putting it to some kind of music mm-hmm. uh, in, in, in my head helps me. Right. Uh, writing it down on the card so that you have it in your pocket so yep. that, you know, instead of sitting there reading those magazines with no covers on them in your doctor's or dentist's office, you're, right. you, you've got the card out and and, and, and going over that word. So just just some little practical things. It's the same way you memorize anything that's important to you, you know, yeah. you memorize your girlfriend's phone number. You memorize, <laughs> yes. you know, yes, <laughs> you know, there there are certain things that if they're important
0: enough to you. You'll find a way to memorize them. Yeah, I agree. I think it's it's interesting. I think I was having a conversation with somebody the other day about this, and for them, it's all about imagery. They have to attach a visual picture, right? pictures mm-hmm. with this text, and once I do that, the two will connect. And yeah. It's a much easier. Well, see,
1: that's why I still read from the paper Bible because I can remember where it was on the page. Oh yeah. You know, I can say, okay, a tip
0: here, and it's here, and it's right here, and this is what it says. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can, I, with my Bible, I can, I can visually almost blind mm-hmm. with closing my eyes, I can roughly tell you where I'm at in, in, in Scripture. All right, well, that's definitely some good, good conversation and some good uh, insight on memorizing Scripture. And I know for a lot of us, we'll kind of take some of that stuff and put it into action. So, thanks so much for now. Here, here's oh.
1: here's the mistake we'll make with this. Yes. One. This this is easy and obvious mm. and you won't do anything with it. Mm. Yeah yeah, I know that. Yeah. And it's the curse of
0: knowledge. Everybody yeah. knows that. But then nobody does anything with it. <laughs> yeah, I, I compare it to this. It's when people tell me when people tell me in our church, well everybody we should do a class on this because everybody tells me they want it. I said, Everybody tells you they're gonna go to the gym. That's right. <laughs> Same, yeah, <laughs> but same they thing. don't go to the there gym. Maybe fix it too. Yeah, Me so too. Sometimes too. the most obvious things the things we say are obviously the ones we should be doing. Thanks for listening in on The Conversation. If you want to find out more about Dr. Mike Glenn, you can go to MikeGlennOnline.com or you can follow him on Twitter at MikeGlenn. You can also download a free copy of 170 Ways to Love Your Spouse on his website, MikeGlennOnline.com.